Oh, universe, my universe. It's uh, the 10th of January. It is 10, what, 10.25 in the evening? 10.24, sorry, we've got an extra minute. I showed up one minute early. That's so not like me. Um, <clears throat> well, we didn't agree to show up at 10.25, I know. Just making shit up here like I'm making shit up most of the time. Pause. Run, pause. Well, <clears throat> I thought today we would talk about something I definitely don't want to talk about. And that is the comeuppance, karmic and um, emotional, that uh, the guardian angel has uh, represented in my life. And so I thought before getting into the weird parts, I would talk more about my normal parts. And we're not going to talk about all my parts, but we're going to talk about the parts of me that <clears throat> I think without some level of foundation as to who I was, who I now believe I am, and how that migration occurred, well, then the guardian angel story makes no sense anyway. So, hmm, what do you know? An entire episode of me talking about me. Isn't that what this thing is anyway? Well, I'd like to pretend it's not, but I'm sure that in any sort of third-party reflexive analysis, that's all it is. I mean, what else could it be? No one else here but me. So I'm going to take a break, do some dabs, and we're going to then get back to talking about me. So why you're participating? No idea. In fact, there is so much better life to be lived than the one that is listening to me talk about me, about me, that I can't imagine there's anything in it for thee. Mm, got nothing else to rhyme there, so I'll just say positively. Okay, that was a stretch. All right, unpause. In our weed window of the night, we're going to say, if you're going to wander into emotional territory where things might get a little hazy, if not downright misty, well, <clears throat> kitchen sink would be one of the weeds we would say contributes to a foreign state of mind for that kind of conversation. Sorry for putting the dab tool in my mouth. I'll just take a pause break and give myself some discipline here on the sad pause. Yeah. Now that was terrific. And should help uh, put some fluidity into the conversational uh, gravestones that I believe are going to clog up most of my attempt to explain myself in this next recording. Not in the next one, in the one that we're currently experiencing. This dialogue right here, this one. This one that I'm sharing with you. Well, um, <clears throat> I... We'll stop clickety-clacking right there. I am a, oh, I am a product of what I will call um, evidence-based experiences that have drawn me from believing the universe is a chaotic assemblage of um, coincidental consciousness to one of drawn purpose. Now, inside that drawn purpose is a whole playing field of shit that's hard to understand. Meaning, I don't understand it. Not that it'll be hard for you to understand and for me to communicate. No, I don't fucking understand it. For instance, the simulation theory is way too seductive to be dismissed at all. 
If not, it should be given favorite status. Because so much of this universe resonates back against the trends set up in my life. There's a reason I call this It's All My Fault. Because it feels as though that which is in front of me is the result of all my failure. The experience of taking this universe as coincidental, chaotic consciousness, well, it meant there was truly nothing of permanence to give a shit about. And fracture that concept of community into the pursuit of ego and the entrapment therein that comes with the rigorous individualism America was offering. And, well, you can take a kind, understanding, and forgiving soul and turn it into a lecherous, debauchery-filled entity of self-intent and purpose driven from nowhere but the recognition it may give a fractured soul to find some level of peace in this universe. For all of my life, I felt myself drifting further and further away from an idea of being complete. If anything, I knew I was growing more and more fractured every year that passed. Because all I was attempting to do was never... Um, coalescing that from within with the influences from above, without, and all around. I was um, a mess of mixed messages. I couldn't find a voice of sanity even in my own head. And as I detached from thinking there was anything of purpose to this universe, well, in that mindset you're capable of almost anything. Now, I'm lucky that I didn't have the sort of exposure to the <clears throat> inner workings of, say, the CIA to go get myself filthy with. No, I was basically <clears throat> working a job at Home Depot and trying not to um, show up late for another shift and get fired. But as I was coming correct about who I am, and what it means to be me in this universe. Well, <clears throat> these were all foundational stones that were laying themselves without my active direction. It was something that, even having gone through it, feels more like I was updated in a software capacity than I was on an inclination or character arc toward becoming that which I have become. I am not this person through the dogged pursuit of a better sense of self, one filled with love and hope for a future that at any other time would have been filled with nothing but anarchy. And now, <clears throat> as I have cared about something even if it is that which is my humanity, that which is inside of me that matters the most in this universe filled with chaos, 
well, <clears throat> that which is falling apart around us is everything that I let go, thinking it just doesn't matter. How can community matter? How can the standards of the male purpose in society matter? Why does anything that has to do with philosophy and the bigger question ultimately demand an answer? Why is anything of purpose? And it was out of this stew of existentialism that I finally rose and realized it's because every optional move in this universe matters. That there is a soul. That there is an eternal existence against which this time and space has been set up to challenge you specifically. These were things that were being instructed to me both in relevant moments of conscious 3D physical reality say a conversation I would be overhearing in a circumstance where my attention was particularly tuned to be aware of another point of view on which I was then doggedly committed to finding answers in a world I had given up even asking questions. And so what do I think I am? I think I am eternal soul energy. I think I have manifested on planet Earth in a one-sheet tender. I'm here for one life to observe a very specific moment in time as a witness to this opportunity for either the planet or humanity itself to observe a transit a trans uh, a, uh, a transition of some sort, whether that's uh, an escalation, an annihilation, I don't know. I have no idea of what this event to witness I am here to participate in. But I know it's coming. And I know it's enough of, in need of support that there's a cadre of souls similar to mine all here doing the same thing here to witness whatever's next. And I'm, I'm of the opinion that I come from either way back on ancient Earth. I know I've cycled through on Earth multiple times, but I've never cycled through on Earth at a time when there was so much discordant frequency dominating our landscape. I've always been here for the harmonious times. So I think I've had it easy. And I think my preparation to come to Earth, well, I was unprepared. I've always come to this planet knowing there was an unbelievable amount of love to be shared. Every human being is a fountain of wanting to be recognized for the loving outpour that they're capable of providing. And when this planet's resonating with that level of human gift, well, yeah, it'll make you stick around for a while. So, obviously, the cycles of energy in the universe have swirled back on um, what is the cataclysmic 
brim of reality we all stand on the precipice of witnessing in real time. But if you think of that as who I believe I am, somebody who's millions of life cycles into life and still amazed at everything that I see in every run that I take, including this one that we're on right here. Well, that's the enthusiasm I came to this planet with. That's the momentum and commitment to a bettering world for all of us that I provide. And I don't say this as some boastful attempt to receive some level of recognition therein. I say this because it's the simplest form of existence. I know how to how to devote my life to. And <clears throat> there's no level of reward that comes back as great as the one that fulfills your most basic force of life. In a world this filled with malice, do you know how much kindness brings energy to the world that it needs? If you live in a world filled with love, your attempts at kindness can feel underwhelming. But a world like this one, while just being kind, can often be too much for people to handle. But that doesn't mean that the world doesn't need that energy. So keep spitting it out. The more of it you will contribute, the more this world will be there to receive it. At least that's the test for 2024, if we're going to use the calendar that is the Gregorian one that I think is from the Pope. I don't know. But I still haven't decided what to call this year, so so far I'm calling it 2024. Maybe it should be the year that I finally watched the Avengers Endgame movie. Huh? Yeah. Got that sucker knocked out this year. Yeah, I watched a movie. I watched two of them. Watched something called Infinity Wars right before it. Gotta say, eh, whatever. If that's the Star Wars of this generation, well, it sure is prettier than the one from my generation. Pause. Unpause, unpause, unpause. Okay, but here, and this isn't even necessarily criticism of the movie, because I'm not sure that this is something the movie generated. But as I as I finished both, and I watched them back to back, so that's like five hours of fucking movie watching. It was a lot. But when I was done with it, I kept thinking, when you come to Earth... What you are first is spirit energy in a soul body. And then from there, you figure out what you are next, which could be boy, could be girl, could be something else. And then from there, you start to think about how you work yourself into the world and how you communicate with the receiving energies that are coming your way. And all of this is a natural process, nothing surprisingly uh, impactful about it, but it's the foundation upon which we start to have a framework that we're in a world that is full of support and one that's full of unique, vibrating souls pursuing a vision of fulfillment in life. And if you team up too much and start thinking of yourself as team female or team boys or whatever, and you start adopting an attitude of imbalance that comes from assigning your identity too harshly to one category, well, 
you can certainly find yourself seduced into thinking a way that is groupthink, not you as an individual think. And I say this as somebody who suffered from this greatly. How I'm going to explain this further, I don't know. But since my battery apparently is getting low, and that could mean that my entire recording is getting shittier, well, we're going to take a pause. Make sure that doesn't happen, because I care about the listener. At least when the battery's getting low here, because that's just terrible. Okay, I'll be right back. Okay, well, we're going to roll with it and hope that we stay in the high recording mode that we started in. And we'll just ask the uh, Samsung Galaxy S4 gods to please be kind to the rest of this recording and not make it all get fucked up so I have to redo it. Okay, that's my one prayer for the day. Thank you, Samsung Galaxy S4 gods. Um, Alright, let's get back on track. What does any of this have to do with the karmic rollout that is still maintaining itself from the November 12th fissure of finality that was the final page written in the, uh, what am I calling myself in this one? The, shit, I had a name for myself. The shapeshifter? No, that wasn't it. The over, the over, uh, estimator? I would overestimate myself? No, that could have been it. So, as the overestimator was fully born as the evil villain of the future, this was in the prequel to the graphic novel version of uh, The Guardian Angel. Well, The Guardian Angel obviously blooms into form to create the need for the overestimator to come correct on their own overestimation. So, is that what the last 59 days of course correction have been? Me trying to um, maintain some level of mm, humility in the face of being an overestimator of the super heroic, or I'm sorry, super villainic, villainic, villainous kind? Ah, maybe. Maybe this is what the mental uh, adjustment of going from being uh, a self-declared hero to a uh, uh, culturally revealed uh, narcissistic uh, vampiric villain would be? Maybe. Maybe that's why I don't want to go out in the daylight. But I did go out in the daylight and I didn't get burned, so I don't think I'm a vampire. Okay. Let's assume that that's just a little overly dramatic. But... It's not overly dramatic to say that I still believe that my eternal soul and its neglect for the energetic distribution of taking someone who was building emotional bridges into your energy and then cutting those off like they were uh, dismissible by anybody with common sense enough to see that this was now some time to dismiss them, that I was the cruelest of phonies when I would take someone's emotional, um, hmm, availability, that isn't enough, vulnerability, maybe, when I would disregard it with clear, um, 
dismissal of the person involved simultaneously. There's no other way to describe a uh, cheater of the emotional heart. And so, having done this repeatedly in this one-sheet tender, where I was obviously down here to experience as much emotional exchange as as this vessel of mankind would allow, well, I overextended again and again and again without understanding that volume does not make up for depth. So having been stretched as thin as I possibly could with as many schemes and underhanded maneuvers as I could possibly sustain, well, I shut down. I said, no more. This isn't the way you treat your civilization at large. This isn't a defendable source of action. This is despicable. And it leaves nothing but wake, filled with choppy emotional distress. And then came the guardian angel. The ultimate, but have you considered the idea that maybe you at your best would be worth the universe at its best? And I thought, fuck, no, 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 no. I'm still battling the karmic misgiving that it was to be the person I used to be. There's no room for evolution in a paradigm filled with the sort of realization of my impact and its lingering potential for emotional pain even to now. So thank you, but not interested. Not interested, not interested, not interested. And then more interested than I knew how to mm, quantify. When the switch flipped for me, it flipped to such a degree that I believe it flipped my sanity simultaneously. I've gone back and listened to a couple of the episodes. I've taken some notes. I've got some private recordings. Some things that remind me of just how slippery a slope it was to go from in complete denial to falling in love for the very first time in my life. And it was, hmm, it was as if opportunity and character were coming together at a time to make something truly magical happen. And then none of it started, nor got even into launch. It just never happened. And I've been shell-shocked ever since. But if you look at the residue, I would have left those who deserved it the least, Carrie, Jennifer, Becky. There are places where I'm sure they still say, well, what the fuck happened? Why was that chaotic explosion the way it ended? What was really going on? 
And here I am plagued by exactly the same questions and incapacitated by them in many degrees. So, <laughs> do I not see the karmic retribution that is being levied directly into my life as it deserves so bluntly to attack me like Thor's hammer to the face as if Captain America were wielding it himself in some sort of cinematic payoff for a 10-year lull of goddamn creativity or consistent writing? Maybe. But that's... That's more commentary in the cultural realm than I like to exert. The truth is... I... Uh, I deserved this level of karmic retribution for most of my life. And the fact that it took this long to arrive is somewhat shocking. But arrive it did, handle it poorly I have, and be hamstrung by it I no longer will. The truth is, this is not my future. This is my past. This is the reckoning for the person that used to be the meat suit wearing, self loathing, confidence annihilating prick that filled this windbag of an existence. I own up to him. I am his brethren, but I am not him. Nor will I let him in any way restrict what I'm capable of doing on this planet now at a time when it needs me most. So when I think of the guardian angel and the role that she's played in my life. Well, the irony is she's made this Messiah complex stronger than it's ever been. And that, well, <laughs> nobody wanted that, did they?